Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Podcast, video cast, wherever you're looking at it. We are here for you. Me and my partner, John, are extremely excited to be having a discussion with you about landing pages. What are they? And what ones work? We're going to do a, what is an effective landing page? But I think that first we have to explain what a landing page really is. And then we can move into what an effective one of those might be for real estate specifically. Having said all of that, it is maestro, my man, the man with the magic behind the production of the show is John. And he's sitting here waiting desperately to introduce himself to all the new users and listeners for the show today. So John. Take it away, my brother. Oh, my God. He's caffeine. How much? Co- oh, he's not black. What, what are you swilling down? Oh, I don't know. It must be pure caffeine, I reckon. Um, thanks, Rob. Um, <laughs> he's shown his can. It's pixelated, though, Rob. It's pixelated. Um, so I'm the joint founder of mail-right.com. We build beautiful websites on WordPress, semi or full custom that you own. You're not leasing them. Plus, we've got a suite of marketing, digital marketing tools that will help you collect and generate some quality leads. Back over to you, Robert. Beautiful. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, landing pages, what the hell is it? Google defines it as a page that somebody lands on on your site. It's an entry page. It's the first page that somebody sees. More increasingly, as the digital era stretches out to the horizon. Landing pages used to be the landing page on most websites was the homepage of the website. That's not true anymore. These days, uh, on most of my sites, less than 21% of people land on the homepage. They're landing on internal pages in the site. That's the first page. Again, landing page is defined as the first page you see introducing you to a new offer or service that you have not yet been introduced to and you land on it. There's a lot of different types of landing pages because they are as robust as there are types of humans on the planet, literally. Probably there's that many on the internet. So when you land on something, John has chosen the subject to be an effective or results-driven landing page. So let's define that. In real estate, results are usually defined as uh, like getting a lead. I personally don't do that kind of marketing, so I don't have much to say about those kind of landing pages, but I'm going to participate in the question because I have 14, 15 years of experience, and I know what all my competitors are doing for the most part. So, Oh, and by the way, my name is Robert Newman. I'm the founder of Inbound REM, and we are a real estate SEO and website development company. Uh, and I personally have many, 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 many years experience doing it and hundreds, if not thousands of projects that I've personally participated in, which is where my knowledge comes from. So the, um, the landing pages. So when we're building a landing page for a lead generation effort, what you're generally doing is you're trying to make an exchange between the client and you. In other words, we're going to give them something. Usually access to listings is what's historically relevant with, with um, uh, real estate. But there's many other ways that you can go about it. Not using these systems and platforms that everybody loves to use. Can't do it there. But you can do what's called a content magnet or a content drop. Okay, I have one of those on my website where I've got uh, a little line that says, hey, uh, here's the top 50 memes. I give you 49 for free, but the 50th, you need to register with the site and see the meme. And you 
you register behind a, like a, a blurred out image. Say, I gave you 49 for free. And if you want to see what the number one meme, real estate meme in the entire world is in 2023, you have to register with the site. That's an example of a content magnet. You're something that magnetizes people, attracts people, and then you have to give them your information in order to exchange. Unfortunately, and I've done this plenty, that doesn't really create really great leads. But all of you all listening to the show are really used to not really great leads. So I'm not all that worried about it. Like you're usually getting low intent, medium intent leads anyway. So this is going to generate you a low to medium intent lead. And that's exactly what you're used to. Um, I can go on a long time because there's a million different types of content pages that, that one can do. But I'm going to let John take it away and, and have a discussion about what he thinks an effective lead generation uh, pages. And then I'm going to share with all of you how I, as an inbound or information marketer, content marketer, how I use these pages, which is different because I'm not trying to close somebody on giving me their information on one of these pages they land on. I've got a different mission and I'm going to save it so that you all just stay tuned by your little phones, waiting and waiting and waiting for that little piece of information. All right, John, take it away, sir. Right. Um, I haven't got your experience of a marketer. I've got a fair bit of experience as a WordPress developer and agency owner. Um, what I've found and I fall into it is that if you want effective landing pages, you've got to understand what you're getting into. I totally agree about the value of lead. A couple of shows ago, we talked about um, people's misunderstanding of the word lead. I really think that it's at the crux of so much frustration and confusion in the real estate industry what people classify as a lead. I classify as a, a digital website generation um, paid advertising lead. In no shape or form is it going to compare to a personal recommendation from a, from a customer or previous customer to somebody that they have a relationship with recommending them to you. The real estate—it just isn't. It, it's not in the same ballpoint. And if you think you're going to get that from any kind of digital marketing, you're deluding yourself. And this is what is going to cause you a lot of frustration and a lot of disappointment. Um, so they're they're a totally different beast. You're going to get a higher volume if. If, it, if the digital marketing is working and you need automated processes to do the initial outreach because otherwise you're not going to be able to deal with the amount of, of low to medium quality leads that it's going to generate anyway, unless you've got a personal assistant, unless you've got a team on board to deal with it. You're going to have to utilise marketing automation process to do that um, outreach after they get the lead magnet from the landing page, which you described. I think that was number one I wanted to point out, right? Because I really do think even now it's this un, semi-unrealistic expectation of what 
that word lead means mm-hmm. when it comes to digital marketing that causes so much disappointment and frustration, Robert. What do you reckon I don't what do you reckon? I don't disagree. Do you, or do you think I'm waffling? No, actually, I think that uh, I think you waffle a lot, but not today. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Everybody, that was. I do. I do. John, John opened up on that one. So I'm just going to say this. I actually think that that one of your passions and one of my passions is we really need everybody, the people that you guys talk to on the phone, the, everybody. We need them to change their language. We need all of you to change your language. What is a lead? Well, you know, you might as well call a lot of what you're going to collect off these wet, like off these efforts. I wouldn't even call them leads. It's an information gathering process for potential prospects. That's it. If you eliminate the, I'm going to get a sale today or in 30 days from your mindset and change it to say, I'm going to get a large list of prospects that might be like a viable transaction in the next year or two, you, you will, number one, your expectations will be in line with reality, like what you're likely to get, what like all of you are going to get. Number two, you'll be able to to like move your budget in line with what your expectations are. Because if somebody says to you, hey, you got to pay me all 12 months of whatever my rate is up front, and somewhere towards the end of the agreement, we'll get a deal. And that's after you've chased a lot of leads. But the good news is that once the funnel starts, you might have quite a few. All of that's true. If you're doing a funnel correctly, if you're working leads correctly, all of that's true. But <clears throat> it's also true that most likely you're going to have to spend a long time holding on to these leads before you realize your profit. And once the profit starts, you have to keep consistently doing the system in order to keep that pipeline alive. You turn everything off and likely you have a year's worth of pipeline left if you're working it correctly because that's how long this all takes. But you all, John, everybody, is not being educated correctly. They're not being told that this is what the expectation is. And the amount of brokers and agents that I have call me, it's just staggering, 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 staggering number that don't know this fact no. that you're sharing. No, like it's, it's 80, quite even. Yeah. 90%? Like I would put it that high. Eight to nine of the 10 people I talked to would not know. Well, because we're pretty upfront. I think we're pretty honest and pretty frank. And I think a lot of people in the digital marketing area, unfortunately, for understandable reasons, don't feel they can be frank about it, can they? Yeah. I agree um, with that. Um, but get back to the landing page. The biggest mistake I've made is um, there's a balance. It's got to look reasonably okay. But you've got to have really concentrate on less is more when it comes to landing pages. And I've been the number one um, person that had to learn the hard way with this. You, you know, I've I've always resisted, and it's it's time consuming. Uh, um, that's one of the one of the things that you should get from a platform is that their library of landing pages they should have heat heat mapped them a lot of them don't but that's part of the deal they should have tested them had them heat mapped what i mean by heat map there's technology you can put on the landing page to see where somebody is moving their mouse around and you know and that will indicate how their their interest the message on the landing page and that's one of the things 
you can't do this if you're knocking up these landing pages yourself because it just isn't worth the time and energy um, on it. But what I found where I've hired an agency that specialised in this area is that I, I've underestimated how bare bones we should have these. One headline, one key message um, with a really great lead magnet, um, putting too much copy on, it takes knowledge to reduce the amount of copy but still get over the message that you're trying. That will induce them to give you some information to get the lead magnet. And that's a bit of art form, really. And I've always tended to put too much copy on, multiple calls for action, I've always gone down that route and I've always spit me on the arse, really, Rob. Understandable. So, ladies and gentlemen, and, and you too, um, what I want to do is I want to spend a second talking about a different type of landing page with a different purpose, a different message. Because landing pages, when you intend for them to land on them, the landing page that has been made most popularized these days is ClickFunnels. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a second. We're going to go to our break. And when we come back, I'm going to mention what the difference in, in different types of landing pages that you may have heard of are and what makes them work exceptionally well. Um, stay tuned. We'll be right back wherever you're at. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a like. Tell us we suck. Whatever it is that you're feeling, thinking, we would really appreciate to hear it. Uh, he's pointing at me. You can't see it. For those of you who are watching on video, you saw that. John pointed his finger at me. Just, you can edit this out. He gets to edit this shit out. It's not fair. All right. Here we go. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode number 273. John and I are talking about landing pages. It is just the exciting fireworks subject that you wanted to complete your day. Thank you so much for t- paying attention to us here okay. on the Right Show. <laughs> I can tell go. you were full of enthusiasm, to talk, but I thought it was, I thought it was a, a fe- I, I did put the word in effective, did I? All right. Well, effective requires that people understand what they are. And I, I would guess that the vast majority of our audience doesn't. So, um, but here's the, here's the other part of this. Effective. What are you trying to communicate with, with landing page? We've just discussed ad nauseum, trying to get a result. Now, the most popular website in the world, there's two of them that have landing pages designed to get you a result. You sell a product, sell a service right out of the gate, one page. That's ClickFunnels or Shopify. So both of these companies operate off a similar principle. You drive somebody into a single page and you can do all the things you need to do on what is basically a huge website in one page. And why does that work? The same way that Google just transferred all their search results into infinite scrolling, we have a natural predisposition to not want to turn the page. But we'll scroll forever. We'll scroll until we're dead. We just won't turn the page. (laughs) Think about it. Think about it for everybody who's listening to this show. Think about your own 
do I want to go to the second page? No, that's so much work. Do I want to keep scrolling? Well, of course I want to keep scrolling. There's more things to look at. I don't know what psychology that is. I just know it to be true. Well, I think, I think that's also linked to the increase in usage of mobile devices, phones and tablets, isn't it? Could be. Yeah. One way or the other, it's reality though. Yeah. So it, um, infinite scrolling is what ClickFunnels works off of. To some degree, it's what Shopify works off of. And it allows you to transfer all the same information that you have on a website, but you're pulling it into a, to a page. You're doing really clever sales language. You're usually adding your social proof to the same page. You're trying to make sure that nobody leaves the page. So you're not doing a lot of external linking. And all of that is, is ClickFunnels. And if you've, I buy the, that on those Shopify and ClickFunnels sites all the time off Facebook ads and things like that. I, I am what we would call a mooch. For the very small handful of things that I buy, I buy almost as soon as anybody puts them in front of my face. So here's one of the weird things that I buy. I have bought almost all my competitors' courses, like almost everyone. Like they say, oh, I've got a new course. It's the best thing ever. We can generate 10,000 leads, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, where's the buy button? I want to see what you're doing. I need to look at it and say, are you doing something I have not figured uh, out? I, you, know, you just blew out the eardrums of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, you're definitely there, Rob. Okay. So uh, that's how everybody else does it. How, how do I do it? When somebody lands on a page that we've built and designed, um, in a, in a perfect world, what they leave with is an incredibly... So a lot of my landing pages that are successful are either blogs, blog posts, or area pages. Now, on the blog posts, we're probably... We don't have the clients with the financial bandwidth to make the best use of a blog post because how would you do a great blog post? Well, you do it the same way that I do it on Inbound REM where I have a book that I wrote and and... I have content drops that we've spent. I, I spent $5,000 writing my book, okay? I spent a ton of money on it. I'm redoing the cover art as we speak. And this is a free ebook. It's not supposed to be overly sophisticated, but nonetheless, I spent a small fortune on it because I wanted it to be super valuable to the people that downloaded it. It is not something written in haste or that has not been read nine ten different times. And the idea behind the book is to educate people about how valuable inbound marketing can be, content marketing, for realtors. I needed to express that idea in a way they get excited about. We don't have the ability to write a book for our clients. We don't have the ability for our... And most of our clients can't write a book for us so that we can do a content drop off the blogs, which would turn your email list into an incredibly high value tool, which is what mine is. Uh, my, my email list drives so much engagement. It's dumb. Like I just get tens of thousands of people responding to my emails because I don't sell anything on them. I just educate and try... I do. I bend over backwards to try to provide some value. And now my team, now my brand and content team does that for me. So what is the landing pages that we do that are successful? And I love this about our sites. We get a lot of success off our area pages, which are where we focus on like a county. And then there's cities inside the county. And we've usually built custom maps onto that page so somebody can interact with the maps. They can interact with the 
county. They get a lot of directional support about where they can go on the website, what they can find there. And really, it's more an information site. It's information on the neighborhoods. It's not houses. It's not listings. We don't do listing sales sites. We do informational sales sites. And that strategy has proven to be incredibly successful. Like, we have a very low bounce. Well, we have an above average bounce rate off our landing pages, John, our directional landing pages, but they're not meant to sell anything. I'm not trying to get a lead off that landing page. If I was doing that, I would apply the same strategy that ClickFunnels does, an infinite scroll on my most popular pages that takes you all the way down and then tries to force you to register. But that goes against my marketing and sales philosophies. We want to nurture somebody through amazing content and let them reach out to our clients organically. Yeah. Very unpopular concept. Like, um, I would say I don't find that. I always think there's a middle road. I think if you're if you're looking to get the last bit of juice out of a landing page, you follow ClickFunnels. Don't don't get me on Branson. He's a he's a really smart cat. You know, um, I I find some. Uh, some of his marketing, he's hardcore marketer, you know, he's really hugely successful, wishing well, guy knows what he's doing. It, it goes a bridge a bit, a bridge too far for me. Um, I find it too much in your face. Um, but maybe that's, you know, who am I? He, you know, he's a multi-millionaire, but um, good luck to him. That's why I say, but I think there's a the middle of the road. Um, I think you're, you're utilizing um, your SEO with your clients. You're utilizing non-paid traffic. Um, I think you could utilize Google and Facebook to take somebody to a landing page, but you've got to keep it simple. Um, having too much copy, one one tagline, one quick, and you haven't got a lot. I think the type of people that come into your clients' websites is a little bit more sophisticated because because it's not paid traffic. You hopefully the the people that come into the website they've been they're coming. I've uh, you've come up in search and they're on the hunt in a way, or they've got they come to the website before, so maybe they're a little bit warmer. I don't know. I don't know what you what you feel about what I've just said? Well, <clears throat> I, I opt for myself and for my clients both. We are, uh, I made the mistake through of my 14-year career in, in marketing here. I've chased the big numbers for 12 of those 14 yeah. years. Yeah. And so I've made this mistake, and I'm sure countless people here that are listening to the show today who are fans have made the mistake too. But just because you get 10,000 visitors does not mean you get three times as many clients. I've learned that the hard way. And I apply the same knowledge to my own website. I just opened up my Google Analytics. We've had 2,800 users. At various times in my career here, I've had as many as 10 to 20,000 users hit the inbound REM site. I'm no longer really interested in that. I just want highly focused users. Like, if you want to, if you want to say, put in the search, like, I want to compare all the top real estate lead generation systems. I very much want to come up for that search, and I think I do. But if you want to say, uh, what is real estate lead generation or real estate lead generation, the broad search, 
I, I would not mind coming up for it, but it's not a priority. Like it's not something I'm focusing lots of time and money on. Um, so that because it's pretty simple, if you want to make a comparison and you're ready to spend an hour or two doing it, John, you know, my work, you've seen it. It's pretty good if that's what you're trying to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But, well, but if well, you're just good. looking for basic stuff, probably not going to be your cup of tea. No, so I think, like what Rob said, when it comes to the landing pages, you know, fitting into the content that's already on the website, um, I think people guides, regional guides, or um, area guides, are a good way. I think how properties that are that you've just signed up for selling um, at the right price that are not being marketed yet and advertising them and taking them to a page you've got to be really careful about the balance of the information that you offer on the page it's got to be enough to induce interest and get them to sign up so you send them the full details but on the other hand it can't be too much information because they're not going to bother to give you the uh, contact details so you can send them the full details of the property so You've got to keep that. It's a go Goldilocks scenario. You've got to just give them the right amount. I think also, Lockie, what you said, your your regional area um, PDFs that give more information, educationally based, are a great idea. Um, a lot of people give um, Quasar automatic re, um Pricing reports, you know, you give the detail of your home. There's services that will generate that. I, d- I don't think, um, I think you can offer, but it should be a custom report where mm-hmm. you do it manually and you send it to them. And using something like BombBomb um, bomb to do a video and uh, have the videos attached to the email with the report is a great idea to personalize it, to get that hopefully get that person to call you. Um, I think that's a great idea. Um, I think some of these ideas when it comes to landing pages can be effective. What do you reckon, Rob? I think that uh, I agree with you 100%. I think that many of those things we've tried or are trying, and, and any time my, my overall uh, commentary on landing pages and websites in general is, ladies and gentlemen, including you, John, boys and girls, everybody listening to the show, guys, we have spent a lot of our time and energy uh, over the years creating low-value real estate marketing systems, all under the assumption that if we provide a very small, little, teeny, tiny piece of functionality, that we'll get somebody's information and then we can market more aggressively to them, call them, text them. That's what I mean by market more aggressively to them. I really believe, guys, that right in front of our eyes, we're watching the world shift. I believe that very deeply. I do not think that people want to give out their information. I think that more and more they're becoming unwilling to give out their information unless the value proposition is high enough. And so instead of just waiting until you're bleeding money and bleeding everything related to your marketing, guys, I'm telling you now, Try to provide something unique. Try to be useful. I say it into the book, like until I'm blue in the face. Find something on the page. Do you have contingencies? Do you have um, 
Do you have uh, like maps, amenity lists, stuff that you've developed over the years, something you can develop? Do you work with HOAs and have a list of their fees? Create a PDF with this information on it and attach it to your page, make it downloadable and watch your SEO sky like rankings skyrocket because it's useful. User interaction will drive ranking and your clients will love you. It's a triple win. And, and it gives your customers something that they want and they're willing. If you, again, if you give them something that's high enough value, they will give you their information. And then once you have it, please, for the love of God, everybody, stop using automated texting. Stop doing low value systematic things. There's no faster way to get to turn people off, in my opinion, than to send them low-value marketing communication. I just don't know about anybody else but John, but if I told you I get 30 or 40 cold calls on my phone per day, I don't think I'm actually over-exaggerating. And I think that most real estate agents are the same way. So why they would cons- like contribute to like text pollution is literally a mystery to me. Like, why would you do that? Well, I think the only thing, I wouldn't say I disagree with you. I think it's really in the detail because I think you're totally correct. I think a lot of people are really, really abusing text messaging and it's going down the same path as email. But, you know, a lot of people were writing um, newsletters, emails out. They were saying, oh, that's dead. You know, just utilize social media. And they've learned the hard way that utilizing somebody else's platform and relying totally on somebody else's platform. Um, you know, you, you know, we're a great believer in video, but, you know, I wouldn't utilize YouTube as the total mythology for generating digital leads because you you could get kicked off any of these any of the and anything can happen to these platforms but email having an email list you know it's old school but it, it you own it um but you shouldn't abuse it you are right but if somebody um has come and they're looking to find out about a Pacific property that you've just are starting to market. And I think you can text them once saying, do you want to, you know, I've just sent you a bonbon. Um, I've sent you the details of the property. Do you want, do you want a tour of the property? Do you want to have a conversation with me? And sending one or two texts, I think that's fine. I think if you send them a, re, a regional guide that you spent a lot of money, um, leave it a couple of days and they're having a text message saying, did you find the guide useful? Is there any, any more information you're looking for? Offering service, um, offering extra value, but... I do agree with you when it's not around that and you're just bombarding people. It's just, I'll oh, just send thousands out and we get one or two percent because I don't see that working. I just, so hopefully I'm not waffled there. Hopefully. Uh, no, no, I don't, th- I don't see it working either. And I understand you're qualifying so that everybody's clear. Like, I, I do believe in direct marketing. That, that is where advertising can work. But here's how I usually leverage advertising. When me or my client or the con- combination of the two is produce something really cool, 
we usually drive a lot of people to that really cool thing. I also use a, a slightly gray hat tactic where we scrape email addresses off of, off the volume of traffic coming to a site. When you have a high value content site where everything, every page is designed with intent and provides value, people tend to remember who you are. So collecting their email address without necessarily getting it on a form is valuable. I've added 10,000 people to my own email marketing list and we beat the industry open averages by about 300%. So I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that the handful of clients that I've had, same thing is true. We send market updates hand done by the client and that's all we're sending. So, and, and by the way, if I was to leverage paid advertising, I would do retargeting and display advertising with Travis Tom, Gigi Fung over at Ylopo. Pretty much all the savviest bleeding edge marketers are also using retargeting and redirecting somebody's eyeballs to something. My something would be, hey, remember this amazing content over here? Or remember the fact that I have an updated market report over here? That would be my content. Just keep driving people to your amazing content because when they hit the top of their decision-making funnel, if you've been in front of them a lot and you've provided a lot of value, probably about 60, 70% you'll get the call. So I think, that's it. I think the other factor is a lot of people forget about this. And you, if you, I feel if you really follow this, folks, you won't go far. Everything you send out or your website sends out, your emails you send out, just try and place yourself in your, in your prospective client's shoes if you're in their shoes would you want to get it would you find it would it help you in your in the purchase of the largest purchase that you're ever going to be engaged in for almost 80 to 90 percent of the population it's the biggest financial purchase of their life their home is anything you're sending them does it help them does it educate them does it help them does it make it easier to buy the right house? If it doesn't, for God's sake, don't send it out. Yeah. And here's what we're working on at Inbound REM. I'm giving everybody a bleeding edge look, like literally like if you, you can almost still hear the ow as the knife cuts the skin. Everybody listen up. It is what do you, what's the list of resources you need to sell your home on average? And what I mean by that is who are all the people that you're going to contact and some of the things we've already come up with, such as uh, tax resources, uh, probate, 1031 exchanges, some of these are common. Here's what's not common, ladies and gentlemen. It's not common for somebody to give you a full and complete list all at once. That's what's uncommon. It's not that the individual elements that I'm going to say should have rang any bells for anybody in particular. But what if I was to tell you that we're going to do a 200-point list on every single thing you might possibly need to list your home down to painters, landscapers, like all the possibilities as a template so that you could pass that off to each and every single person listening in their home, right? Works anywhere in the country because it's so complete. That's what I'm talking about. That's value. My, my agents and people coming to my website will probably download that incessantly because it's free and they're, they can, they can use it but guess whose logo's on it? Guess who made it? Guess whose copyright is on it? Moa. All right. I think that we've um, we've used our time really, really well here today, John. I've enjoyed the conversation. Obviously, I've been on one. It's just uh, I've got a weird 
super adrenaline filled life on the other side of this podcast. And it's just been, it's been nonstop. I want to say thank you to all my clients that listen to this show. Uh, Inbound REM has already had a couple of record, like literally back-breaking months in the early parts of 2023. Barely able to keep up with it. So um, do us a favor, like the show. John, if people would like to reach yeah. you and talk to you or, or beta test with you or any of the amazing things that you offer, how would you like them to do that? Yeah, we're looking for some committed real estate agents that know that if they get themselves prepared in the next year, that in 18 months, they're going to be inundated with new clients. Um, but you've got to do the work now. So we're looking for some agents. We've got a great offer. Uh, for the right agent, um, we will build and host a website. Um, we will customize your homepage, your About Us page, host it for you, maintain it for a year for free. Um, you've got to utilize our platform, give us feedback, love it, and tell other agents about it. Um, that's the deal. And it's a great offer. If that sounds interesting to you, and it should, go over to mel-right.com. Um, you can sign up for a quick chat with me or Adam, and we'll see if we're a good fit. And uh, hopefully we'll work with you and get some great results for you. Back over to you, Rob. For those of you that follow the show, you'll know how rarely I mention Inbound REM on here. It's actually pretty rare. I just say you can go to the site, look at it. So I'm going to make a rare announcement for Inbound REM. Uh, we have actually had such a strong opening to the year that sooner than later, probably in the next couple of weeks, we're going to close our calendar for new clients, uh, potentially for two to three months. So if anybody's listening to the show while we scale up and produce the, the clients that we already have in the queue, anybody's listening to the show and they think they want to get, they might want to explore our services, which are definitely on the mid to high end of the marketing market. Um, please do me a favor, reach out uh, via my about page, which you can find on the website. You can do our, sorry, services page, which you can find on the website. Either send me a message directly or go to my calendar, which is on my about page and schedule uh, an appointment with me directly. Anyway, thank you everybody for your support. John and I deeply appreciate it. John, thank you so much from me to you. Um, I really appreciate you selecting the topic and as usual, uh, dealing with me and poking small fun as I, I very much deserve. All right. Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm.